I don't know if it's a uh, reaction to uh, all that's going on in the world around us uh, or simply connected to my advancing age, but I realize that um, I find myself subtly shifting toward uh, becoming a prepper. Uh, I don't know, how many, of you, how many of you have seen the show Doomsday Preppers? How many of you have heard of the prepper movement? Oh, shame on you, you're not going to be ready. Um, but um, I must confess to having a modest stockpile of ammunition. Um, I do have body armor. Um, I am in compiling a bug out bag, and for those of you that have no idea what that is, I'll tell you. Um, I've actually found myself in the catalogs that come my way pausing longer over the five-gallon buckets sealed full of MREs. Uh, on one of the shows, a Doomsday, Doomsday Prepper episode, uh, an individual was taking five-gallon buckets, and he had a rather large estate, and he was filling each of them with three days' worth of supplies and burying them strategically throughout his property. So when the time came, he could leave his bunker and uh, go find food. I have to confess, I think my inclination to be a prepper is probably uh, limited only by my limited financial means. Um, and, I, and I have a suspicion that this uh, subtle drift toward being a prepper uh, may account in some part for my fascination with something called a tactical pen. And I asked you last week, and by show of hands, uh, many of you had not yet heard of a tactical pen. Uh, and you do have an image of one up there, and I'll explain that image more in just a moment. Um, but just focus on that. Lock your eyes on that beautiful ink pen, and that'll have more significance momentarily. But I thought in order for you to understand what a tactical pen is, it's important for us to understand the term tactical. So I'm going to walk through a, a couple different uh, definitions of the word tactical. And, and Tim's going to scroll through some of these. Uh, first is tactical relates to of or relating to combat tactics. Makes sense. Uh, second is of or occurring on the battlefront. The third is using or being weapons or forces employed at the battlefront. Number four is of, relating to, or designed for air attack in close support of friendly ground forces. We hear a lot about tactical airstrikes. And then number five, of or relating to small-scale actions serving a larger purpose. And then finally, tactical means adroit at planning or in planning or maneuvering to accomplish a purpose. So tactical pens, you can go to the next one, Tim. Tactical pens, there we go. That particular pen you're looking at is called, you, you want to write this down, all right, because you're going to want to know this. Um, that is the Tough Rider EDC Series Gen 2. Uh, that happens to be the brushed titanium version. Um, that pen is, uh, I haven't tested it, but that pen is purported to be able to write fluidly in any position down to 30 degrees below zero. Or continue to work effectively at over 200 degrees. Now again, who tested that? I don't quite know. <laughs> I've seen video of this pen put on a hydraulic press splitting logs with that pen. Today and today only, 
you can have that pen for only $250, all right? And it will be yours for a lifetime, even after the zombie apocalypse, all right? Now, some of you know I spent uh, a few days at home uh, over the past few months. One of those days, I had this epiphany, and it was like, I'm stuck in bed. I cannot drive. Diana has even hidden my car keys. And her birthday is two days away. Now, I like to plan ahead, but I don't plan for her birthday six weeks ahead. So I did not have a birthday gift in the house. And it was kind of anticlimactic to send her to buy her own. So, so I start thinking, and maybe she prefers it that way, when you see what I got her, she might. Um, but I, my, the light bulb went off. And I thought, Scott McComb. And some of you don't know Scott. Scott attends here. He's assistant fire chief in Marshall. Um, he has a business called Maximum Ammunition. And I thought I remembered him talking about having tactical pens. So I called Greg, and I said, hey, Greg, have you got any? Sure, I've got some. Well, would you send one to church with your wife on Sunday? And then she gave it to Todd, and Todd gave it to Michael Chalmers, and Michael Chalmers brought it to me so that I had a birthday gift for Diana. And I got Diana this lovely pink tactical pen. I did not spend $250 for it, but that's all the farther I will go. Now, you look at this, and it just looks like a, an ordinary pen. And what, what's the purpose of a tactical pen? Uh, some of you are familiar with, with Cubitons, which were kind of a fancy keychain with a little stubby thing on it. Um, they're used as what's called a force multiplier. In other words, if I hit you like this, it may hurt a little. If I hit you like this, it may hurt more. Uh, th that's kind of the gist between some elements, sorry about that, some elements of a tactical pen. It's also highly effective if you understand the nerve pressure points in the human body. Uh, it can be, inflict an incredible amount of discomfort on an individual. Diane and I practice with it just to make sure. Uh, you can, if you see bruises across the back of our hands, that's what it's from. Uh, but you can use it uh, defensively. You can use it to control another person. Uh, but there are a variety of different applications. But the primary one I would have you get your head around is the idea of a force multiplier. Now, obviously, this looks like a pretty simple ink pen. But if you have it in your presence and you need it to uh, protect yourself in close quarters, it may serve as a valuable tool. Um, but I wasn't content with a pretty pink one. I had to get something a little more impressive. Uh, this one uh, is actually, now whether it's manufactured by them or not, it's actually an Uzi tactical pen. Now some of you who are gun people know that an Uzi is, a, is an automatic pistol, all right, which was very popular in the 80s. Most all of the drug shows had, had Uzis going off by the thousands of rounds. Um, this one, as you can see, is a little bit beefier uh, than Diana's pretty pink one. Uh, I think it would actually leave a bruise if you just dropped it on yourself. But what intrigued me about this one is there's this little point on the end of it. Not a terribly sharp point, uh, but they advertise that it will break auto glass. And, the, and obviously, if it'll break auto glass, it would probably break a bone pretty well, especially smaller bones. But what I, what I got to thinking was, some of you remember, I think Amy's the only one here. Uh, years ago, uh, Craig and Todd's dad, Lynn Turner, was a part of the church, and Lynn was a pretty big guy. 
And Lynn always humbled me with his strength. And I remember one time he told a story. He was on the road as a salesperson, and he told a story about, uh, if I remember correctly, and I'll be corrected if I'm wrong, but if I remember correctly, he was at a stoplight. And if you know Lynn, when the light's green, Lynn expects the car ahead of him to go immediately. <laughs> All right? Well, he's there, and the light turns green. The car ahead of him doesn't go. And that irritated Lynn. And he puts his car in park and realizes as he looks ahead, he may have even honked once or twice, but as he looked ahead, he realized the guy in the car ahead of him is slumped over the steering wheel. There's a problem. Lynn, Lynn, runs up there. The guy's slumped over the wheel. The car's running. And Lynn decides to be a hero and break the car window with his elbow. It didn't budge. So when I read about a tactical pen that will break auto glass when Lynn couldn't, that intrigued me. Maybe I need to have one of those. You never know. You never know when you're going to need to break a car window. I wanted to test it. And then I realized Walmart has cameras in their parking lot. So I decided we'd test it here. All right? Lynn's not here, and I've been looking around, and Damien's close. So, Damien, would you come give me a hand? Have you ever broken a car window with your fist? No. Would you like to try? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Can you grab this and carry it up on the platform? Russ, let me have the blanket, and then we'll put it down on the blanket. Oh, let's do it this way. Okay, put it right in the middle. Down. Nope, hold it up. You're, you're going to hold it. All right, like that. Oh, those aren't going to fit. Oh, you got your other glasses. You're good. What's that? You know, I was going to set you up and I was going to ask for somebody's car keys and then come back in carrying a car door. But uh, I, we all know that Damien could probably break that with a pencil. All right? I would pay to see him break it with his head. But uh, I thought, who is the least... Lynn Turner in the room, and I'm not picking on anybody, but I remember recently I was talking to Cheryl in the office, and she was telling about not being able to start their string trimmer because she didn't have enough, enough <laughs> arm strength. So Cheryl, would you come up for a minute? <laughs> I hate doing object lessons when we don't practice, but uh, <laughs> go ahead, put those on. And by the way, kudos to Fred Keppen. Where's, oh, Fred's back there. Fred Keppen is the one who provided the car door. I don't know where he got it, and I don't want to know. All right? You right-handed? All right. That's right. He did fight up. Come over here. This, this point right here is what you want to hit it with. Probably if you want, you want to hold it like that. All right? And probably right about in there. Okay? But you... 
let's try, let's experiment and just give it a reasonable tongue. Don't get crazy, all right? Okay, now, now let it have it. Cool, it works. <laughs> all right, you can lay that. Yeah, take that over there if you would. Cool. Here, you better keep that. All right. Sorry, Fred. What's that? Yes, do not try this at home. All right. I should have passed out a disclaimer. Of course he doesn't the Sunday before I have cleaning. <laughs> Is that why you picked me? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I thought it would be absolutely awesome if we could give all the mothers a gift like a tactical pen that could both help protect themselves and help them protect those entrusted to their care. And uh, so the, the guys are ready to pass out your pens right now. And uh, so guys, if you want to get on that for me as quickly as possible, that would be awesome. Ladies, how many of you ladies would prefer to have your gifts wrapped when you receive a gift? Hey, we were going to wrap them, but Diana and Val decided to go to bed instead. So, all right. All the ladies get a pen. Did I make that clear? All right. Okay, most of you have your pens, and the guys are going to keep passing them out until you do. Um, obviously, they should all look somewhat like this. Uh, this is actually called a rocket pen, uh, for those of you who are taking notes on such important details. Uh, but you're probably looking at it and come to realize very quickly uh, that this pen probably will not break auto glass. All right? Um, and it probably won't break most bones. It might be able to get one of these little ones in the hand. I have a suspicion, having watched some, uh, some demonstrations on pressure points, I think it probably would be at least somewhat effective if you applied it to the proper pressure points in the human body uh, and would inflict significant discomfort or enough discomfort to prompt someone, prompt someone to let go of you. But it really looks like a pretty ordinary ink pen. And what I want to talk about in the time I have remaining is... How is this a tactical pen? How could every woman in this room use this pen to make a difference? And we're just going to look at a few suggestions. Let's go back to that definition again. Again, tactical refers to of or relating to combat tactics, of or occurring at the battlefront. Is there any question, mothers, that you are in a battle? Is there a question, ladies, as you deal with the world around you, that you are bombarded with views that are different than those that you hold in your heart? 
Number three says, of or being weapons or forces employed at the battlefront. And again, that emphasis, we are in, you are in a battle. Number four, of or relating or designed for air attack in close support of friendly ground forces. Isn't that the essence of a mom? To provide support to friendly ground forces. And then number five, of or relating to small-scale actions serving a larger purpose. And then number six, adroit in planning or maneuvering to accomplish a purpose. How does this pen make a difference? Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12 says very simply, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Friends, that Uzi pen that shattered that glass is worthless when it comes to that battlefield. Those spirits, powers represented there, they don't care whether it breaks glass or whether it will sustain 600 PSI. I want you to think for a few moments some of the ways this tactical pen can be used to make a difference. First, I would point out that combined with the Bible, this tactical pen is a powerful defensive tool. I get, I have not experienced it, but I've watched my wife, I've watched my daughters, I've watched many of you. I get that it's tough being a mom. I get that it's tough being a grandmother. I get that it's tough being a woman who wants to stand for righteousness in a culture that doesn't. And I think about this simple pen and I think about the words from Psalm 119. You can put that up, Tim, if you want. Psalm 119, starting with verse 11. It says, I've hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Praise be to you, O Lord. Teach me your decrees. With my lips, I recount all the laws that come from your mouth. I rejoice in following your statutes as one rejoices in great riches. I meditate on your precepts and consider your ways. I delight in your decrees. I will not neglect your word. Friends, this tactical pen can help you do just that. To hide his word in your heart. That you might not sin against him. That you might have a better understanding. Uh, some of you know that we have some special guests here today for me. Uh, my Aunt Edie and my cousin Jim and his wife Carol. My cousin Mary Ann and her husband Dave. Aunt Edie was 98 recently. Uh, and uh, you bet. Uh, <clears throat> you bet. Some of you have probably heard me talk about Aunt Edie before, uh, but <laughs> always in a good way, Aunt Edie, okay? But her faith has always been something that has stood out to me. And one of the things that I remembered, simply because she never let me forget it, um, <laughs> is she had the habit, this is one of her Bibles, and she actually gave this to me yesterday. And uh, uh, yeah, uh, it will have a very special place in my heart. But one of the things that Annie did for years and years and years and years is when she was in church, 
and a pastor spoke on a particular topic or a particular chapter and verse, she would write the speaker's name next to that verse and then the date that they spoke on it. I, you've heard me say before that she, prior to today, I think she'd been to our church twice and both times I used the same, the same reference. She thought that was the only one I knew. But So she literally has Bibles that she has given out to other members of the family that have all of these references in there. And, and the neat thing about it is to realize that when she opens her Bible and she sees a name next to a verse and a date. And I don't know if this is why she did it. She may have just did it to keep the preachers honest. But, <laughs> but it has this unintended or perhaps intended benefit of when you open it and you see that, immediately that message, portions of that message would come back to her. And so today, I, and again, some of you do different things with regard to your Bible. But when I read that about hiding his word in your heart that you might not sin against him, and I think about Ann Edie's example, and, and those Bibles that are an immediate reference point. Oh, it looks like Glenn preached on the same passage twice in uh, 2007. Uh, hopefully it was a series. But, uh, but to realize, ladies, if you would take this simple pen and use it when you read his word underline the, the passages that speak to your heart underline the passages that you need to remember underline the passages that you know you need to return to someday if you were to use this simple pen and when there's a passage that you know I really got to grab hold of that Grab a piece of paper and write that verse down so that you can carry it with you, so that you can memorize it. This simple pen could change your life for all of eternity. It can be that strength you need to stand strong in the face of the challenges that come your way. Simply by taking a pen and taking the word of God and using the two together to empower your life. <clears throat> then you can also use this tactical pen combined with the Bible as a powerful offensive tool. Not offensive as in get out of my face. Offensive as in gaining ground. If you look just before the passage that I read, in Psalm 119, verse 9, it says, How can a young man or young woman keep their way pure by living according to your word? It is a rare mother who doesn't desire on some level for their children to keep their way pure, to walk in a fashion that enriches their lives. Live according to the principles of God's word. <clears throat> to realize that there's a reason your ink pen is three colored. If you're reading for yourself, you might consider underlining and marking with one color. If you're reading and you think, oh, I really want to pray that for my children. I want to pray that for my friends. Underline that with a different color. 
if you're reading and you think, I think this would be an encouragement to someone. Imagine if you switched to a different color and jotted it down so that you could pass it on to them. Not beat them up with it, but pass it on and say, you know, this scripture really speaks to the issue that you're wrestling with. The other thing is I just referenced. And, and I know sometimes we get so caught up in living in the moment. But I talked about the legacy that Ann Edie left by having those Bibles marked up. Moms, I hope that someday your children will pick up your Bible and gain an even deeper appreciation for your spiritual life than they may have had before they did. And the only way that happens is for you to be in the Word and for you to put the Word in you. I've told you before that one of the turning points for me in coming to a real personal life-changing love relationship with God was not something that my mother wrote in her Bible, but it was when I discovered the fact that the last day she was home before she went into the hospital for the last time, her daily bread, daily devotion was open to that day and her Bible was open to the passage of that day. At that moment as a young man, it was like, okay, there was something to her faith that I had not gotten up to that point. Mom's a simple ink pen can be an incredibly powerful tool when you use it in that fashion. I would also suggest that combined with a notepad, the tactical pen is a powerful force multiplier. Okay? Force multiplier. Again, Ephesians 6.12 said, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. I think you can go that next blank one, Tim. Like many of you, I have long felt that the prayers of a godly mother are one of the most powerful things in the universe. But when you take the prayers of a mother and combine them with a tactical pen and a simple piece of paper, the force is multiplied exponentially. Remember the tactical definition that I read through repeatedly? Number four on there said, air attack in close support of friendly ground forces. If that's not a description of a mother's prayer, I don't know what is. An air attack in close support of friendly ground forces. There are going to be times that those you love are in a battle. And as much as you may want to go to school and beat that little boy's butt, you'd go to jail for doing that. So you got to pray. They're going to be making life choices. And you can't make them for them. But you can pray. What does that have to do with your ink pen? And I'm, I'm guilty of this as well. I think one of the least utilized tools in the Christian community is a simple prayer list. Ladies, if you take this pen and you take a piece of paper and you write down in one color what you're praying for, and you keep that list, and you keep that list, and you keep that list. And when those prayers are answered, you go back, 
grab another color and write next to it what the answer was? When you look back over the answered prayer, your faith will only grow and grow and grow. The other thing this pen can do is to write out your prayers. I, I, I hear you. So many times our, when we try to pray, our, our thoughts are all over here. If there's something important, write out a prayer. Look at how many times scripture is simply someone writing out their prayer. Write out the prayers of scripture. And, and I do this with you all the time. Write out the prayers of scripture and put their name in. If you're praying something for one of your children or one of your friends, or for your spouse. Take one of those prayers in Scripture. Write it out and put their name in there. And again, I think of the legacy. Someday if someone goes through your prayer journals, what will that do for their faith? Then finally, I would suggest that combined with a simple note card, the tactical pen can brighten the darkest day. And there are just a couple of verses here. You can go to that next verse, Tim. 1 Thessalonians 5.11, it says, Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up, just as in fact you are doing. And then go on to Hebrews 3.13. But encourage one another daily, as long as it is called today, so that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. Friends, it always strikes me with that, that it's telling us that prayer... And encouragement can protect someone from sin's deceitfulness. Just our simple words of encouragement. And, so, and, and most of you know that, that I'm as much of a techie as most people. Not quite as far as some of you. And some of you also know that I really don't like to write anything out by hand. I'm not proud of this, but I have literally spent hours at the computer creating a template so that I didn't have to handwrite and fill out a form. Just because I so don't like to write. But I need you to hear me here. I mean, I get email, text. I, I love how easy those things are. I haven't figured out how to tweet yet, but I might like that if I did. But I don't think I'll bother. <laughs> but in this grandpa's perspective, there is no font which is an acceptable substitute for a mother's handwriting. Amen. It occurred to me as I wrote that my mom's been gone nearly 40 years. But to this day, if I'm going through the, the hope chest or, or moving stuff, looking through her Bible, and I see something in her handwriting, it always gives me pause. Ladies, I know that you're busy. I won't pretend to say I understand how busy you are. But this pen... And your handwritten words of encouragement will go farther than you ever could imagine. Yeah, you can save email. I've got a boatload of junk saved in my 
inbox and all the folders I've created. But when I'm really down, I pull out the drawer in my file cabinet that has the handwritten notes people have sent to me over the years. The good ones. I throw the bad ones away. But the, <laughs> but, but the good ones. And I read those. And as soon as I see the person's handwriting, I have an image of them. And those words soak in. I cannot say enough how powerful this pen could be if you choose to use it and a simple note card to express words of encouragement. You know, I don't know if anybody, do you even pack lunches anymore for the kids? I mean, I, you know, the whole idea of the writing the note on the napkin, yeah, granted they may throw them away most of the time, but the one time they read it may be the time they need it most. As I close, I, I just want to say, Ladies, I suspect for many of you, young and old, there are times that the world around you causes you to question your worth. Am I good enough? Am I pretty enough? Do I work hard enough? And those of you that are married, I get that there are times your husband may cause you to question your judgment. There are times that your children will cause you to question your sanity. <laughs> That's okay because they question yours too. But uh, <laughs> Today, I just want to close by encouraging you to put aside all the stuff the world puts on you, to put aside all those doubts, to put aside all those insecurities, and embrace the power of your new tactical pen. You have immeasurable worth in God's eyes. And you have incredible power to influence others at your disposal through him. I'm going to close in prayer. And as I pray, I invite every one of you here who's holding one of these pens to think about whose life will be different in the days ahead because of your new force multiplying weapon. Pray with me. Father, as silly as it is, this is all just silly common sense stuff. But it's the stuff that gets crowded out of our lives with the pace of life and being surrounded with a world that doesn't necessarily believe and embrace the things that we believe and embrace and value. Father, I pray that every, every woman here who has one of these pens in their hands would use it in the days ahead to develop a new relationship with your word. That this pen would become a tool which allows them to hide your word in their heart as well as leave a legacy for generations to come. Father, I pray that this pen would be connected with your word in a fashion that allows them to share your word in a fashion that influences others in a way of encouragement. Father, I pray that this pen would become an integral part of their prayer life 
as they write down what they're praying for and they write down with celebration the times those prayers are answered. Father, I know so many of the ladies and I, and I, picture, a, I picture a simple notepad with ink pen all over it and tear stains as well. Father, what power there is in remembering what we pray and celebrating when it's answered. And Father, I think about how thirsty we all are for encouragement. All of us want to be told that we're doing a good job, that we're valuable, that we, that we have meaning. And I think about what an opportunity for every person in this room who's holding one of these pens in the days ahead to, to jot a note here and there to their children, to their spouse, to their mom, to their friends, just saying, stay the course. You're not alone. I saw you do that and it was great. Father, what a simple yet powerful opportunity you've given us. And I pray that you would help every one of us. Father, I've been talking specifically to the ladies, but there isn't anything I've said that doesn't apply to every person here. And I just trust that you would help us to grasp that. Thank you, Father. Amen. Michelle.